0: Hey! Hey,
1: everybody! Welcome to Total Wellness Radio, episode 65. We have got an amazing discussion that we're going to cover today, not only in the podcast, but here on Facebook Live. So, thank you for joining us. Are you going to say anything else?
0: Good morning.
1: Welcome, Becca, to our podcast. What is, what's our topic today? By the our way, our topic
0: today is candida, or better known as the yeast overgrowth in mm-hmm. the body. Mm-hmm. And so, I wanted to actually cover this topic so that we could discuss why this is a big deal. Because people, yeah. I think, think this isn't a big deal. Yeah, you they know, don't if understand you get like a and it's, yeast infection or. It, well, there's a million different things you can yeah. deal with, right? And so how it manifests a, in the body. And how it manifests in the body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, should we start off with this list so, of what it could be, you know, what can be directly or indirectly connected to?
1: Sure. A and, yeast I, and I think understanding that yeast is not necessarily a bad thing. We yeah. all have it. We have to to process sugar and alcohol. Right. The problem is that that ecosystem, that balance, Can get distorted. It can become out of balance. And when you get too much of this in the GI tract, then you can create some really serious, I mean, serious, life threatening type situations. But you can have all kinds of symptoms before this happens. I mean, it's like a domino effect. You can have all kinds of problems develop long before you see a, uh, long before you see a, uh, like a serious life-threatening illness develops. So right. that's what we want to talk about. We want to tell, we want to position you so that you uh, don't have these things develop and don't have these things happen. But you need to know what to look for, right? You need to see what that, that domino looks like. I think symptoms
0: are like red flags yep. that the body is trying to send us. Hey, yep. something is not right here. Mm-hmm. And we focus on... Just sort of trying to, you know, diminish or get rid of or minimize the symptom Mm -hmm. so that we can carry on with our everyday lives and not stopping and recognizing that these things are red flags. Our body's trying to communicate to us. It's huge.
1: In fact, hi, Becky. Thank you for joining us. Um, This young lady who is over in the Nebraska part of the country can uh, testify to a lot of these things over the years she's had to deal with. So um, when I... When we suspect this, there's some things that we look at. Um, you know, kinesiology will help us pick it up. Dietary and lifestyle patterns will help us pick it up. People, Whoever's been on antibiotics um, in the past, or if you just completed a round of antibiotics, uh, you're very susceptible to this imbalance developing. And it's something that we, we all have, and we all have to deal with at some time or another, usually. Um, but its manifestation is so broad, like we said earlier, that sometimes we don't equate it. This this one, this, this one thing can have over 250 unrelated symptoms. And mm-hmm. so, so do we want to go through the list or do we want to tell them how yeah. they can get the list?
0: Well, I'm going to share the list in the comments, but we're just going to share some of the things on the list that will probably very, be very common out there. Uh, acne, uh, adrenal or thyroid exhaustion. I don't know how many people I know are on thyroid medication. A ton. Allergies. Uh, asthma.
1: Easily bruising. And they'll think it's mm-hmm. something to do with like an iron issue. Or could it be the over the counter the prescription medications they're taking. They think that's just the problem. When in reality, um, they're, dealing with, uh, they're dealing with this imbalance in the GI tract. And that's what's causing it. Uh,
0: diarrhea. Depression. Constipation. Uh, Fatigue, yeah, food cravings. This is another thing. Mm -hmm. Is that whenever you have, and there's several different types of fungus that can live in our body, um, or you know, overgrow in our body. And what happens is, whether it's a fungus or a parasite, right? They're all bugs. um, They want to be fed, and so they send signals to the brain. To, to yep. encourage you to crave sweets yep. um, or carbs. Sometimes it's not always sweets, but they they know what they need to yep. continue to survive and um, thrive in your body. And so they send these signals to your brain. And so sometimes what happens is, is when people try to embrace a healthy lifestyle, yep. if they have one of these imbalances and they don't know it and yep. they don't know what to expect... They're thinking it's their fault that they don't have enough willpower. Lack of discipline
1: or something. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: really, internally, what is happening and what is, you know, sort of making them work against... You know, it's like their body's working against them. And so, Candida can make you crave alcohol, too. Thank you for sharing that, Becky. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It could be alcohol. It could be carbs. It could be sweets. It could be anything. Hi, Kendra.
1: Hi, Lavina. Thanks for joining us. Yeah.
0: It could be anything that... That the yeast feed off of, or that yeah. the fungus or the bug feeds off mm-hmm. of, but sends these messages to our brains that really makes our body sort of work against us, and it's like this domino
1: effect. Yep. It positions the body to lose tremendous amounts of nutrition. The nutrition that's burned up in the body to try and bring this back in balance creates other, and that's where a lot of this domino effect can, comes in from, is this domino effect of, of other nutrition-related deficiency illnesses start to develop so you can you can trace a a case of this when you're in your teens to why a person has osteoporosis or osteopenia Mm -hmm. or osteoarthritis when they're in their 40s 50s 60s and 70s so this is something that we all have and that's what's really I want to make sure people clue into is we all have this what keeps it in balance is in the GI tract is the pro and prebiotics diet less stress um, not using over-the-counter prescription medications, things of that, avoiding certain things, too much processed sugars, grains, uh, fast metabolizing carbohydrates. These are the things that cre- that make this get out of balance. And once it's out of balance, it's out of balance. Diet alone will not bring it back. You have to use certain herbs like Monarda, um, garlic, um, different herbs that you can use, uh, radishes, things of that nature, formulas that we have, Um, that we work with with people to help bring that back in balance. And what it does is it drives that yeast out of the system. It doesn't necessarily kill it per se as much as it just right sizes it so that the probiotics and the good bacteria can start filling back in in the areas that they were pushed out of. And so you have this ecosystem, this balance, that you're going to actually bring back uh, back into harmony. So there's over 66 just on this little page right here that we're looking at.
0: So we'll post this in the comments when we're done. But there's, you said 250, I thought it was over 300, but... It's
1: about 250, yeah. could be 300. It's still a
0: lot, I mean, it's still you know, a lot of things that we can experience yeah. as a result.
1: I mean, the number three thing on the list is allergies, whether it be airborne or food. Meaning, what does that mean?
0: That's a good point.
1: It means that this time of year, we're going into spring, and you can go into uh, an area where there's like pollen, or things coming off like our tree in the back here of the clinic, or the, the flowers are in bloom, right? The lilacs smell amazing right now. Some people can't handle that. Yeah. So you can have airborne irritants that the body perceives as an irritant because of this internal factor, this internal condition. And it will also show that you're sensitive to all kinds of foods that normally most people don't have a problem with. And you're convinced that the food or the thing you consumed is the problem when in reality all the food did was bring on display that you have this overgrowth. The
0: imbalance that was the already imbalance, there. The
1: imbalance that's already there. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot that people can do. You need to be aware of this. Uh, what did she say? See you all later. later. Have to pick up kids.
0: kids. Thank you for joining
1: us. Take care, Lavina. So those are some of the things. Insomnia, intestinal pain, joint pain, mm-hmm. low blood sugar. Wow. Lupus type symptoms. Let's explore that for a second. Because I, th- I find this fascinating. There's been many, many cases of people diagnosed with cancer in history that didn't have cancer.
0: Oh, let's share the book. What is that book called?
1: Knock Suzanne Knockout by Suzanne Summers. It's an old book. It's been around 15, 20 years. Yeah. Um, Dr. Max Gershon's book, 50 Cases of Cured Cancer, um, is another reference that you want to look into. Uh, you definitely want to make yourself available or uh, familiar with this website, knowthecause.com, K-N-O-W, thecause.com, that's all um, Doug Kaufman's work. Doug Kaufman is probably considered one of the leading authorities in this country in terms of educating people about diet and lifestyle, things that they need to do to help put the body back in balance when they're exposed to, uh, what is that? You need to balance in your poker game. Johnny, go to work of my poker You buddies. lost a
0: bunch of money the other night, didn't
1: you? No, I did oh, not.
0: That was the word on the street.
1: You don't even hang around on the street. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're just saying that because he said something. Yeah. So I did think I heard. I heard so that. knowing Doug Kaufman's work being plugged into his work, I mean that's really important. <laughs> um again, he's one of the one of the, one of the considered authorities in the country in terms of helping people rid themselves of these yeast funguses and things like that. And here's the big picture. The big picture is, is that these are precursors to cancer. Yeah. These are precursors to this cancers. This is where it gets like
0: really serious. So yeah. bowel,
1: liver, pancreatic, lung, lymphatic types of uh, leukemias, okay, portal vein disease, which is where leukemia comes from or is actually manifests is in the portal vein. So these are things, these are domino effects. These are things that are present, these funguses, and you need to pay very close attention to some of the information that we're gonna give you today because it's one thing to say, well, gosh, I have chronic fatigue and I crave foods and, and I have respiratory problems and puffy eyes. What do you think? I mean, I got numbness in my left leg. Could I have a yeast problem? Well, that's an excellent question. We're gonna give you a little test that you can do at home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's a visual test. It's right here.
0: You can also find it on the free downloads on our website, so countrydoctornutritionalcenter.com. Free downloads in the top right corner. And this is a self-exam that you can do to see if you currently have an overgrowth. Now, we yep. recommend everybody, everybody, whether yep. you've ever had one or not, yep. do the self-examination, it's Kids super especially. easy. Kids especially, children. Do it yep. twice a year. Every mm-hmm. six months, it takes just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And and then you know. Yeah. Right. It's an easy thing to saliva that you can test do at and your test. It's yeah, very, you don't it's have visual, to come to our office. You can do that on your
1: own. You can download this, do this, and if you have questions about whether or not you you like, hey, I'm I'm curious about what I found. You can always take a picture and and Facebook it to me or, or to Becca, and we can uh, we can help you look it over and determine. But it's not. I mean, it's just a visual test. It works. It's really it's really yeah. effective, and everybody should be doing it because. In this country, it's predicted that one out of two people are going to have cancer in their lifetime. One out of two. That's crazy. They say one of us, right? That's crazy. This is the kind of thing that you need to be aware of in advance to position you and your family so that you don't have to go down that path. And so many people do. It would show up when you test us, wouldn't it? Yes. we check for it, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Thanks for joining us. We do... um, We do a systemic test on the immune system because this is considered part of the immune system challenges that people can have. So it'll show up as a weakness in the immune system. And yes, we do check that on every visit. But I still say people need to do this. They need to do this self-examination twice a year at home. Um, Get a second opinion, so to speak. It never hurts to get a second opinion about what's going on with your body. Another thing I always tell people too is I love blood work. But I look at blood work from a totally different angle than a hematologist would or a medical doctor would. I look at it from the angle of here's chemistry. The number one influence on chemistry is diet, lifestyle, and stress. So let's look at some things that may be lacking or too much of something in the diet lifestyle area. And let's adjust that and then check the blood work in about 90 days and see if the chemistry responds. So chemistry is not an end-all be-all way of diagnostics. Here's how we, why we know this to be true. You can go to CRMC here in Cheyenne and get lab work done and then go right up the street to the Wyoming Health Fair office and get lab work done Same on day. blood. Same day, within an hour of each other. Mm-hmm. Not only will the labs be different, the reference ranges, the optimum ranges will be different and both will swear up and down They're right. People need to understand, there is no standardization when it comes to blood tests. There's no standardization mm-hmm. and every lab you go to their formats different. their reference ranges are different and what they say good or bad about it is different. Mm-hmm. It's, it's absolute, but I'll tell you what, it sure um, positions people to start taking a lot of medications and having a lot more further procedures done that they probably didn't need. Just what we've observed 20 years of clinical experience. Mm-hmm. We see it all the time. We see these misdiagnosed lupus cases and cancer ca- cases, where these people did not have those concerns. They had this. It's called candida. Look it up. Right there. Candida. Mm-hmm. And that's what it, that's the formal term. We call it a yeast overgrowth because it's just easy to remember. Easier
0: for you to understand too. Yeah. Exactly. When I dealt with this, because um, I dealt with this personally before I ever came here... And I'm kind of a research nerd, so whenever I deal with something in my body, I have to, like, go research it to death to try and understand how did I get here. You know, I just want to learn everything about it. Yep. But while I was researching it, I found this study that talk that was it was basically a study on cancer patients and what they had found was that and i don't remember the exact number it was like 92 or 95 or some really really high number percentage of the cancer patients had had a candida overgrowth for the previous 10 plus years yep. prior to their diagnosis. Like that yep. was the one thing they found in common in all of them. Yep. And that was what that was one thing that really kind of helped scare me straight of like, okay, I need to take this like really seriously. Yep. It's not just about how horrible I feel, mm-hmm. but you know, this is the red flags that my body is giving me. I have to listen to them. Otherwise this is the way the dominoes yep. are currently falling. And if that's not what we want, it's our responsibility
1: to pick them up and get them going. Yep. That's a great comment, Becky. Sleep apnea is also one of the things that we see uh, improves greatly when you get the candida cleaned up, but also uh, remove the liver potential liver stress that could be present. Oh, this is a great question. Pamela, that's awesome. Thank you,
0: Pamela. Thank
1: you for bringing that up. In general, it does mimic and is considered an autoimmune class of illness. That's how it's labeled. And the. uh, Does this mimic autoimmune diseases
0: in general? That's the question. I have a number of the symptoms.
1: Yep, and here's why. I'm so glad you brought this up. Because what happens is a person gets a series of symptoms. Modern medicine says you have this concern or illness, and they start using those treatments to treat those symptoms. As those symptoms diminish or go away or or go in remission or whatever it is they want to say, the new symptoms. or mask, then new symptoms develop, a new symptom package develops, new series of symptoms. Oh, it's given a new name, now you have this. And it goes always back and you you're correct in wondering if it's going if it's all more of the same. It's exactly what it is. It's one hundred percent I can assure you it's more of the same. Now, mm-hmm. there may be other underlying infections like virus or bacteria along with it. There could be other parasitic type activity, not from a fungus, not from a uh, yeast fungus, like what we're talking about, but more like an environmental type parasite that you can pick up from having pets or things of that nature. Um, metal and chemical toxicity, if you're having uh, if you're having dry mouth or cotton mouth issues, sciatic nerve pain, uh, bitter or metallic taste, which is usually liver or iodine deficiencies as well as a... Uh, your face is Cora, <laughs> hi Cora. Um, is an indication that there's presence of uh, environmental pollutants toxins and that those presents have like an affinity they're kind of like a magnet for these yeasts and funguses and then they start bonding together mm-hmm. and then what happens is uh EBV can cause lupus yeah well what causes EBV though a lousy immune system. So you, you got to get further up the causal chain than just the name of yeah, the virus. Yeah, I was wondering what EBV was. Yeah. Monovirus? It's Epstein-Barr. Oh, okay. Epstein-Barr. Um, so what happens is, is that the presence of these things, they start bonding or like they come together like a magnet and then you start having all kinds of toxicities like uh, psoriasis, uh, skin issues that will not heal up no matter what you do. Um, mental issues that start showing up, behavioral issues, all these other things, they start kind of short-circuiting the electrical performance of the body and you start and when you test these people and you find yeast, if you find a yeast or a fungus overgrowth on somebody eventually you can almost bet there's also some kind of a, a toxin, metal or chemical based but it's an environmental pollutant that is also present in that system and at some point as a practitioner um, we have to we have to address that. We have to help that body chelate those things out. So it's a vicious it's a vicious like domino effect that takes place. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is an ideal thing to go. We're reading we're reading your comment, Pamela. Hold on.
0: Hey Katie.
1: Dry mouth and just mouth. Yep. You've You gotta read it, it, it out loud. loud so that podcast listeners can oh, put your Oh, Sorry. On. Yeah, I guess I should say that since how we are recording this. Okay, so Pamela writes so helpful. This is ideal timing because I'm realizing some of these things are really starting to affect me, especially dry mouth. It's destroying my teeth. Had mercury fillings for, more, for many years, too. Got EBV after a doc, gave me antibiotics. Isn't that interesting? For months in a row in my 20s. That was the beginning of lots of symptoms over the years. So, yeah, this is, Pamela, I'm, so, you know... This is exactly this, this is exactly what we see yeah. happening with people. All the, they're being exposed to these things over and over and over. They're being misinformed, misguided, and misled about the outcomes of doing these. Oh, they're not invasive. Here, take antibiotics. Right? It destroys the ecosystem of the guts. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you and if you don't address that and and correct it, then this this whole list of things. I've seen people that come in. They'll mark. You know, when we go do this candida sheet. If you think that's the problem and you download that, Mm -hmm. what you want to do is you want to put a check mark by all of those on that sheet that you recognize or identify with for you, okay? And here's the deal. If the number is more than six, that is, from a symptom standpoint, confirmation that this is something that needs to be looked into. You've got to get this checked into further. Um,
0: Insomnia, IBS, skin joint pain.
1: Gums receding, tingling sensations.
0: PMS.
1: Yeah. Is this just, there's, there's only 66 on here, but these are the most common that we see. Mm-hmm. So, so get the list, do the test, do your own symptom survey, mm-hmm. check it out. Mm-hmm. Then uh, go in and look at the uh, self-test that you can do at home to determine just how much of an overgrowth you might have, whether it's in the GI tract, urinary tract, or both. Mm-hmm. And then there's some things that you need to do. But number 1 is what?
0: Phase 1 foods. Well, I think number 1 is make sure you're you're getting monitored too cuz if you did the self test at home and you found that you did have an overgrowth, we don't we're not like saying, "Okay, here's what you want to do and like want you to jump in on this on your own." Sure. It would be better for you to get
1: ideally get tested.
0: Ideally get tested, evaluated, sure. make sure that, you know, you have a plan that is uh specific to you, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that's yep. what I love about what you guys yeah. do here yeah. is that your body is asked specifically what it needs in order to correct whatever imbalance is happening, but definitely phase 1 foods also on our free downloads. I think personally everybody should do phase 1 for like 30 days just to experience it. Just to experience it. That's just my personal belief.
1: I'll tell you um, it has a it, major it has a major impact on how they feel. Yeah major impact
0: regardless of what you're dealing with if you're dealing with anything in your body phase one for sure 30 days
1: and if you're not in this local area Mm -hmm. hi katie yep you're right about that that can also be a that can also be part of the issue i
0: would know i think
1: she would know (laughs) and um So yeah, so herbs like wild bergamot, uh, potty arco, garlic, uh, turmeric, things of that nature, these are some of the things that we use in ours, lemongrass, um, cumin seed, hyssop. These are things that not only will, and this brings up another topic, Mm -hmm. not only will these things create an environment where yeast can't thrive and it's driven out, okay. it will also help heal up another situation in the body called leaky gut syndrome. Now, a guy by the name of Leo Galen discovered leaky gut syndrome a long time ago, and he ended up uh, revealing his research and talking about it with his colleagues. They laughed him off the stage because he was a medical doctor, but he was convinced that this leaky gut syndrome, where this permeability, these mycelized roots get down through the integrity of the tissue and allows foreign proteins into the bloodstream before they belong, Mm -hmm. contributing to... Most, if not all known autoimmune class of illnesses, which was mentioned earlier in today's in today's discussion, um,
0: this makes so much sense yeah. to me i don't understand yeah. how people don't. How, how people think this is crazy well, but the food leaks out of your gut yeah. your body recognizes it as a foreign substance an, as, in an your blip, as an invader yep. and then the body in an effort to protect yourself it's built for survival yep. right then turns around and attacks itself trying to kill off this so called invader that just leaked out of your stomach yep. the, the fight in your body of trying to combat that just looks different for everybody yeah. Right? Yep. And it manifests so, so differently. It ways. manifests differently. It could manifest in skin rashes, mm-hmm. right? It could manifest in a million different things. Sure.
1: But, yeah, it just... So this is one of those things that really has to be... It doesn't matter if your concern is headaches, mm-hmm. diabetes, high blood pressure, obesity. It does not matter what those are. Those are all symptoms of the problem and that's why people get so faked out because they see a list like this and if you take this to a mainstream medical evaluation, well, let's see, you got frequent infections so you need antibiotics and you got gas and bloating so we're gonna get you hooked up with a GI specialist, he's gonna take care of that. Ooh, irregular heartbeats, well, we gotta call the cardiologist in and have those tests done. You see how this gets like completely blown up and they push you in like 17 different directions, yeah, that's part of it. Um, When one thing could be at the cause or at least the root of 70, 80, 90% of this stuff. And you focus it on this one little area and you get really good about it. Stay focused on phase one foods and use things like bergamot and potty arco and lemongrass and different nutrients, garlic that we know forces this stuff out of the system. Get on a really good probiotic, 90 days, you're a new person. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely amazing what can happen. And it doesn't matter what the thing is. Because in our office, all this list of stuff, intestinal pain and deficiency, yeah. that, these are things, these are symptoms of the problem.
0: They're not the problem. They're
1: not the problem. Yeah. It's your body saying there is a problem, right? So I just, we just can't quote, stress it enough.
0: You have this quote I want to share. You say, whenever you mask a symptom, you create a side effect. Yep. Right? Thank you, and Megan, so, for sharing
1: that with me. Give credit where credit's due. But yes, that's true. I love it. She, I heard her say that one day, and it's like, I just clicked like, with me
0: yes
1: it's absolutely true That's well, anytime yeah. you mask a symptom all you do is create a side effect mm-hmm. period and so you have to you know yeah. for your good health um, there's no better insur- health insurance than good health period yeah. and for that you, this piece needs to be like an ongoing semi-annual check-in if you don't have any of these things going on beautiful wonderful count your blessings but do that saliva and that urine test at home at least twice a year mm-hmm. you'll be glad you did
0: And Katie just shared that her ulcerative colitis is not even a thing anymore as long as I stay on track. I appreciate you sharing that because that's an important point of that this is always an ongoing process. That if we, you know, if we work hard to achieve that good health, Mm -hmm. we still have to work hard to
1: maintain it. Exactly. Well put. Thanks. I think we can end on that note. I
0: planned that. Yeah. But I didn't. Good job,
1: kiddo. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you being a part of our Facebook Live. Yes, post questions if you have topics you want us to cover. And we're also going to uh, bid you a wonderful day on Total Wellness Radio. This is episode 65, where we talk about the Candida yeast answer. Thank you for joining us. Be Be good good to yourselves. Be good to yourselves. (laughs) Thank you once again for tuning into Total Wellness Radio. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found tremendous value in today's episode. And by the way, don't forget you can tune in to us live on Facebook every Wednesday at noon-ish, every Wednesday noonish at the Country Doctor Nutrition Center Facebook page where we share all kinds of additional natural health protocols to help you on your journey to natural health. So again... Thank you for tuning in and look forward to seeing you in the future.